Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we force ourselves to sit down and talk to each other like we did <laughs> when we were in love. I know, uh, <laughs> I know this started out as a bit, but it kills me every time that you're like, ah, oh, the agony and the The effort. pain of getting together <laughs> once a week to talk to each other. It's the worst thing ever. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Jennifer Tomlin, with my co-host, Elise. Elise, like share only one name. Yes. Uh, Oh, Elise. Elise. I fixed it. We're fine. We're fine. It's ruined. The whole show's ruined. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for tonight, guys. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. No. uh, So the basic concept of the podcast is um, in advance we come to get up with our own topics, and then without talking about it at all. We bring it to the podcast and we have a fresh new conversation. Yeah. Um, I thought of mine maybe 20 minutes ago. And when I say 20, I mean two minutes ago, right before the show started. Elise probably has notes for hers because she's a sociopath. I like to try to prepare a little bit, which is weird because it's always last minute. But yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I go first, right? Yes, you're first this week. So... I was thinking, okay, so I guess I should preface this by saying that when I was driving home from work today, I was Mm -hmm. thinking about how, like, happiness. I thought you were going to say how fleeting life is. and That's dark. (laughs) No, like how happiness can bleed into, no, 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 I think I had this backwards. How Mm -hmm. when you're feeling down about an aspect of your life like so if you had like compartments for for different pieces of your life Mm -hmm. how if like one of them is bad Mm -hmm. that badness can seep into all the other compartments Mm -hmm. uh but sometimes when like you're really like happy in a certain compartment Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily translate to the other compartments like it doesn't bleed in the way that like sadness sadness can Yeah. yeah Um, I mean, it definitely can. I think if you're happy in some areas of your life, I think it could definitely help boost other areas. But sometimes it feels like like the negative feelings are way more potent than like the happy feelings. Mm. Um, and I was thinking about like uh, like our our relationship, our connection together is mm. like the happiest compartment of my life. Like mm. I feel like if I were to say like you know I've got my work life, I've got my home life with you, I've got my, um, <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> Let's just say, like, work and home. Okay. Like, home life is freaking perfectly. I couldn't ask for, like, a better situation. But sometimes at work, I'm like, I feel so sad here. Like, I feel pointless here. Like, I feel like I'm, like, wasting myself here. Um, and I'm glad that I have learned not to... Mm-hmm. bring so much of that home. Um, I w- I've just been, like, trying to, like, draw so much of, like, home happiness life into work. And I think I've been able to, like, kind of pull some of that in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point of my conversation was, uh, when do you know that you're ready for some sort of, like, change in your life? And... uh I started looking up different articles because I was like, I can't be the only person who's asked that question before. Turns out I'm definitely not. There's like mm. a bunch of articles written about like, like what are like five 
main reasons or five main points where you could check yourself and go, yeah, maybe it's time that I make like a drastic life altering change, whether it be like professional, personal location, something like that. And we've been talking a lot about like potentially moving. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that is cool because like, like personal life, great. Mm -hmm. Work life. Uh, I was reading these articles and they were like, um, you know, some of the signs and symptoms of, of maybe being ready to make a big change in life. And one of them was, uh, you think about it all the time, Mm -hmm. which lately I've been thinking a lot about like not living here anymore. Yes. Okay. But you say lately, but that's the last, what? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like (laughs) cyclically, that's not going to always be like that. Yeah. That's true. That was another conversation to, we had today, but that'll be maybe a topic for next week. Okay. But, uh, about like the seasons of life. Mm. Uh, it's a beautiful thought, but uh, yeah, like I I think about it all the time in the, like the last two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you often feel bored or overwhelmed mm-hmm. by work, and it's literally one or the other. Like very rarely am I am I somewhere in between. I'm either like bored or overwhelmed. I'm not like coasting. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. It's it seems counterintuitive to be both bored and overwhelmed by work. No, but I think the goal is to feel somewhere in between. Like I'm not bored or overwhelmed. Like I feel like this is like good. Like a like yeah. I've got like a routine down or whatever. It, for me, it's like one or the other. Um, another one is you're getting feedback that you need to. Not all of these pertain. This is one of the ones that don't pertain. One of them is uh, you're getting feedback that you need to work on strengthening your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten like Wait, a- can I get clarification? What is the topic? Because <laughs> you need to admit that you checked out for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, because when no, you said what it was, it didn't feel connected to your whole lead-in. Is when do you, like, when do you know you're ready for a big significant life change? Okay, but what does that have to do with that whole long intro you did? I just wanted to like reaffirm that it's not pertaining to my personal life because my personal life is good. Okay. It's like work life. Okay. Yeah, because you're cause when you did it, I go. So she's gonna tie it back into whatever the topic is, right? Yeah. No, I just wanted to reassure you that I haven't been contemplating big life changes. Oh, I didn't think you were gonna move out. Life. You were gonna move out. <laughs> we need to break up. <laughs> That would be the dopest way to dump someone is just over a live podcast with a live audience. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I think it's about, like, I've been really into this potential idea of moving out of the desert. Mm -hmm. And I've been really into the idea of potentially looking at different employment opportunities. Yes. Okay, but again, I want to reiterate, like, you can't say you're super into, like... After two weeks. After two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun, though, thinking about it. Yeah, but fantasizing about, like, life elsewhere. People are constantly doing that. The grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. Like, I I think no matter where you are, you're going to fantasize about that. Yeah. Okay, but I I was trying to root down, because, and then you reading over these, I was just trying to root down what the the topic topic was. So the topic is, your topic is, how do you know know you're ready for for, a, a big life change? Yeah. And so I'm going through these. Okay. I'll let you go through them, and then I have a lot of opinions already. Oh, God. Okay. Do I need to reiterate the first two? No. Okay. Uh, I've been commenting on them. What do you mean? Okay. I had to bring it back because I wasn't sure what the topic was. Okay. Uh, One of them is you're getting feedback that you need to work on something. 
Uh, I don't. I can't like recall something right off the top of my head. I'm sure that there's things that I need to work on. I'm not saying that. I just mm-hmm. haven't been blatantly like told that. One of them is you don't feel valued mm-hmm. at work. For sure. I think uh-huh. most people don't. Though. Well, and every, every day you get home from work, I go, hey, honey, you're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're not talking about <laughs> yeah, us. Okay. We're talking about work. Uh, and then the fifth one was is you notice that you're not getting any joy from work. And there have been many times where I've been like sitting at my truck at the end of the day going, did I even make a difference? Like even like the mm-hmm. smallest difference today. Like I don't think I get much joy. Mm-hmm. So. so you don't think everyone feels this way all the time? Yeah, so maybe everybody should start making huge life changes. Yeah, that seems silly. Does it? Yeah. yeah well, I was reading about these things about how like you should feel uh, like excited by life. Like life should be like continuously bringing you joy and yeah, that's probably unrealistic. Yeah. On like a, a daily well, basis. Well, I just don't think you should, like when it comes to like major life changes, I don't think a listicle is ever going to be your your deciding factor there. No, of course not. It just really it's kind of like a like a palm reader kind of supports yeah. what you're already <laughs> thinking. Yeah, your list was essentially like are you happy? If not, you're ready. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean a lot of the the things were similar. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that it's such a well, um, I mean, clearly a lot of people think about this a lot. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many people writing these ridiculous listicles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the point is, is if you think you're ready for change, then yeah, maybe make a change. It doesn't necessarily have to be a huge life-changing change. Like, don't move states, but maybe start making small changes in your day-to-day. That might help kind of re-spark some join your life. Yeah, but if you're if you're that unhappy in any aspect of your life, you probably need a major change. Like I know like like I know the hardest one is work, right? Cuz you need like a solid income, but like start right. applying like if you're that unhappy in your job, like start applying elsewhere. Yeah. I guess that's where it gets tough because am I that unhappy? Like no, like I'm actually really grateful for my job. It's pretty like simplistic. And what it expects, and it pays really good. And nobody's always bumping the table. Sorry. Um, so, like, I'm grateful for that. Um, I think you might be confusing unhappy with where you are with with fantasy, right? Like, it's no matter even if you are happy in your life, it's fun to fantasize about something more, right? Yeah, totally. More different. Yeah, I like. So different. I think you're you're really engrossed in this this period of time where you're thinking about like leaving state and like what the 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 endless possibilities of a new life are endless possibilities i'm being serious no the, I know. the endless possibilities of a new life it's true i think it's just when you get bored sometimes it's just kind of nice to think about what if you know yeah um and bored isn't necessarily an like a game ender or anything but I mean, we've been talking about it. There's no real rush. I guess that's kind of the cool thing is we're in a position where there's no real rush to do anything. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun to think and plan. Why do you seem sad now? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Now you seem uncomfortable. Yes. Why? No, come on, tell me what you're thinking. I think the best best moments on our podcast are are the, the ones of... 
you bumping the microphone. You love that? Because I'll keep doing it. Yeah, no, or the, the ones of like pure authenticity. 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 Mm-hmm. So what are you feeling now? In regards to your topic, don't say anything dark. Um... I don't know. Okay. Do you want to move to my topic? Because we don't have any comments right now. All right. Uh, so I was between a couple. Uh, I think I'm going to go with um, the one for all the, the people who are very curious about um, non-heterosexual lifestyles. Oh. Uh, so we've talked about... Elise and I are uh, in the sector of the millennials who probably aren't going to have kids. Like, there's, there's, I think right now we're at like 60-40, right? 60-40 or like 70-30? We could do (laughs) 70-30. I was trying to like, just in case my mom ever listens, I want her to be like, oh, 40% chance? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah. 60-40 then. Uh, So... But we've talked about, like, if we ever did decide to have kids, it would be um, Elise, who carries child. Yeah. Which there's a time limit on, because I am getting older, and I don't want to be, like, a 40-year-old carrying a baby. Yes. And I thought it'd just be interesting to talk about this, like, in, like, a public forum. So I'm going to start first and say why I don't want to carry a child ever you couldn't pay me to do it. Okay. And then we'll talk about why you would want to. Why I would want to. Yes. Okay. All right. Deal. So I just, the idea of carrying a human being in my body is insane to me. I can't even fathom it. It's like alien stuff. Like I've seen aliens starring Her Majesty Sigourney Weaver. I can't even fathom carrying a child in my body it seems so unnatural, even though I know it's the most natural thing. It seems horrifying. I can relate to that. I mean, in some uh, like aspects, it kind of seems like a... Uh, what is the word for that? The, the thing that like sucks off your life? Yeah, it's a uh, parasite. A parasite, yeah. yeah, for sure. So that's essentially why I, I just... The the idea of it makes me borderline nauseous. Like, it makes me sick and anxious and also sick and anxious. So, on the other end of that, spe- the, the, that spectrum, I'm curious why you think differently. Why I think differently? Yeah. Like, why I would want why to Why would you would want to carry? Uh, I think, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like... When you get old, who's going to be there for you? So, like, my grandma right now, um, she's got, like, my mom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I guess for that reason. (laughs) I didn't know grandma's listening, too. (laughs) Hi, grandma. Uh, I think it's it's good for for family and for, like, long-term companionship. yeah, but why would you want to carry? Like, I'm pretty sure if, if 
Oh, not like, why do you want to have a child? Yeah, no, would you, no, 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 no. just like, for that nine months, like, like why yeah, would Why carry? would you want to be a, a carrier of said child? Oh, probably for, like, bonding. I don't know, like, woman warrior, like, I did it, like. So this leads into very interesting conversations. Okay. Like, because, do you think that's necessary? No, because there's a lot of, like. I was going to say, a lot of people adopt. Yeah. And, and they have very strong connections with their children. Yeah. Maybe it's not for them. Maybe it's for me and what I think I might need to feel bonded to a, to child. a child. Yeah. Because I'm surrounded by children on a fairly regular basis. Well, that's not true. Not regular. Most kids that I don't have any, like, real connection with, mm-hmm. I don't feel particularly drawn to. I think it takes a very specific type of person to be like, I love kids. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people say that, and they're liars. <laughs> A hundred percent. They say that and they go, but do they mean it? Yeah. They're like, oh my God, I love kids. And you're like, but do you? Like if you chose between children and adults, you're going to choose adults every time. To hang out with. They they, they say they love kids, but they don't want to be around them all the time. No one does. I think that I would want to carry just to like make sure that maybe I'd have like a. You have like a strong like mental and chemical bond. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> but I couldn't... I, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah. What else? What was the other part of your topic? It was really just about that. Like, you know, because it's a unique situation in which, like, there's an option. You have two options. And... It's, I mean... If that's ever even in the the future, like it's lucky that we have differing perspectives. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause, cause, think about it. It'd be bad either way. Yeah. If neither, if neither of us, us did, but to. we, but, but, but both wanted kids, then or well, no, no, actually, that's to. better because then you could adopt, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. But the other end of the spectrum is both of us very desperately want to have children. I guess we could rock paper scissors. That's the only option. Or, Battle to the death. Like weird twins that aren't both carried in utero at the same time. What if you only want one kid? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's difficult. <laughs> that's a that's a disaster. That's, yeah, that's a disaster. <laughs> well, you know, like most uh, not most people, but like uh, a lot of people go, oh yeah, I want two kids. I definitely want two kids. Then you like knock them out at the same time, mm-hmm. and you don't have to like repeat anything. Just <laughs> I, that just seems like a lot of work. And, and then <laughs> we'd be going through the. the Emotions together, like going through all the growing pains at the same time, and I mean, what a way to relate. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, I, this might be our shortest episode yet. Yeah. So, okay, I think I think I think I'm missing part of the the first part of the question. Well, so it was about who would want to carry and why. Yeah. Yeah. I think we answered. I mean, and you talked about why you wouldn't want to. Mm. Yeah. Do you think um... my mind would ever change? No. I've seen <laughs> aliens. I'm not trying to recreate those scenes. Have you seen when it just pops out their chest? No, thank you. I don't think that's how childbirth no, works. No, thank you. <laughs> Hard pass. So what about with uh, traditional relationships? Do you think men or fathers feel... Uh, Forced lo- into children? No, no. <laughs> no, like a level of disconnect 
from the child? Um, no. Or do you think it's different than what the, the mother feels to the child in that relationship? I, I don't know. I, I do. It, you know, it is, it is interesting to think about because I think a lot of, um, like, parent-child relationships, the mother-child relationship is much stronger. Mm-hmm. But there's so many girls who are like daddy's girls who feel and have said that they have, like, a stronger bond with their dads than they do their moms. But yeah, maybe it's, like, that. later in life. Yeah, because I was going to say, because I, like, I know a lot of people who are, like, I talk to my mom every day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know a lot of people who are, like, I talk to my dad every day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. Like, it may be a stronger emotional or mental connection, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know many people who have the same kind of, like, dependency on their dad. As they do as with their mom. With their mom, yeah. I wonder, yeah, that must be something from birth, right? I don't know. I'd have to look into that and read about it. Well, I'm sorry but... it was my topic because I thought of it right before this. <laughs> Maybe someone I should have done some research. Am I've, I right? Yeah, I've thought about that before, though, too, about, like, uh, the difference of parent-child relationship between mom and dad. Because um, I know, like, me personally, I've always just felt closer to my mom than my dad but my my sister might have a different perspective I don't know um I we might have to take a toll and ask people like who do you feel take a toll or pull a, a toll pull honestly the podcast is taking a toll <laughs> um yeah I don't know there's probably a, a, an array of different experiences out there with that um I think, honestly, what you brought up is more interesting than my podcast topic. <laughs> like, while I do think it's mildly interesting, like, you know, who... who I've had a couple guy friends who are dads. Uh-huh. Who... <laughs> you know people who are dads? I do. I happen, I happen to know a couple. Uh-huh. Uh, and they expressed that... It was weird because, like, their wives weren't my friends. Like, a lot of their wives I didn't even know. But, like, mm-hmm. I was friends with them. And they talked about, like, when their wives first had children that they had to go through a time where they almost felt, like, envious of their mm. child. Because for so long, you know, that, that relationship was between them, husband and wife, or girlfriend-boyfriend, whatever their situation was. Yeah. And when the baby came in, now it was like mom had baby to take care of. Yeah. And then, like, boyfriend, dad, husband, father was kind of like, well, I'm second best now to this child. And there was, like, this weird, like, growing... Uh, See that seems weird to me. <laughs> I that's probably I don't like I could get that I could get, okay so like if we if we had a kid or whatever and mm-hmm. and or whatever or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden I don't think you would care I think if 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 you like give birth and you're like my baby my baby my baby and then like at least <laughs> you wait over there until I'm done with my baby okay I, I think there might be like a short period of time where I might be like. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of a bummer, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm yeah, like, no, I see that. Point. I don't. I, if it was reverse, though, I don't, I don't think, think you it would care. Really no. me at all. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a normal experience for guys or not. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, we have we have a male in the audience here. Uh, I had a disconnect one to three months. Month four was a huge bond, hands down. Okay, that's kind of interesting. So early into the. Very the baby dumb mm-hmm. is what they call it scientifically. Oh, okay. Early into okay. the baby dumb, so the first one to three months, uh-huh. a disconnect, and then bonding as 
baby dumb furthers on. <laughs> and that kind of gets back to what we are saying. Like, maybe that, that bond comes on later in life. I mean, later in life. Yeah, four, month, four. four months later. <laughs> I get that. Though. But, but, I, but I think that probably goes into what you were saying. Like, you were saying early on when the baby needs the most nurturing from mother. Yeah. Like, that initial, like, shock to the system of, like, wow, things are going to be different. Like, we're not going to be each other's primary. Yeah. That's anymore. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Young parents, parents in general, they 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 must go through a lot of ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of trials and errors. And a lot of salt and pepper. Trying to figure it a lot out. Of... <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. Uh, yeah. Well, that was basically my whole topic. Mm. This I, again, I think this might be our shortest podcast episode ever. <laughs> Where are we at? 24? Yeah, that is pretty short. We can go back to mine. I got my head straight. Okay. Um, you, you want to talk about... Why I felt uncomfortable? Yes. I think I felt uncomfortable because I felt like maybe you were being a little dismissive of how excited I was about the potential of change. No, I I think that's totally... Because I, I, I also have been very obsessively... See, this is why communication is key, at least. Because I'm also, like, been very obsessively looking... Like, because I'm also excited about the idea of, of change, right? Mm-hmm. But I also know how my brain works. And I get excited about things very easily, and then two weeks later, it's completely fallen off for me. That's true. I get easily excited about things, too, huh? Yeah, I not to the detriment that I do. Yeah. Like, you don't make poor decisions, like, when you're excited about something. Like, you don't, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I invest money. I think it's, like, particularly exciting because it's, like, an actual possibility. Like, I think my brain is, like... Consi- like, considering it as a potential reality. Yeah. Like, not next week, not next month, mm-hmm. but, like, eventually. But that's huge for my brain, because my brain is uncomfortable with change, usually. Mm-hmm. So, I get pretty comfortable in getting stuck in places. Mm-hmm. So, I think the fact that my brain is, like, you could actually consider doing this is huge for my brain, to actually, like, kind of, like, let go and be open to the fact that, like, things could potentially yeah. change in the future. But you thought I was being dismissive of that. Yeah. <laughs> How, though? I, I think because you were kind of like, well, it's only been two weeks. Like, calm down. That's not... That's realism, not dismissive. Like, not dismissive, I don't think. Yeah. Like, because you don't, you don't want to, like, throw your whole self into something that... We haven't even visited other states yet. That's true. We do need to go and, like, physically check them out. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine, say, all of the states that we are considering moving to, right? Mm. What if all of them we hate? That would be bad. Especially if we move their sight unseen. Well, no, we would never do that. I, right. I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> I'm never going to move somewhere sight unseen. Uh, but at, at that point, like, you don't... It, it would be... Um, overzealous to be have invested this much emotional energy Mm -hmm. into being like my future starts when i go somewhere else right when the reality situation is no i think the for for me the exciting part is the considering like even considering changing anything Mm -hmm. because i'm uncomfortable with change so 
that part was kind of fun. Yeah, I think it's important to... But I, I don't think I was... I, I think I said you should be excited and look around and... Yeah, it could have just been a misunderstanding then on my part. Okay. <laughs> the question to the viewers. Yeah. If you could move anywhere in the world, where would it be? Yeah. If you have suggestions of areas to look into, what would you suggest? And don't say anywhere where there's a lot of humidity because I tell you what, it's a hard no on my part. <laughs> if I have to flat iron my hair more than once a day... I'm done. It's a no. It's a hard no for me. Yeah. Looking this good takes effort. <laughs> oh, calm down. <laughs> See, now I'm telling you to calm down. Oh. And I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got a, uh, the foothills of Northern California here. Mm -hmm. um, but I tell you what, I hear some people might not even stay in the foothills of Northern California. Yeah. So, yeah. what is the draw if not your loved ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what if you end up going to Oregon, Mom? Well, that was what I was saying. What you... <laughs> yeah. The delay is very long. You, you can't be asking live questions. There's the long delay, yeah. Uh, we also get Minnesota hands down, super humid in the summer, and ice cold in the winter. That sounds like a nightmare place. So definitely not Minnesota. Not Minnesota. So that's completely crossed off our list. It's Thank nice you to know. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta go places. We gotta check some stuff out. Everywhere we could, we we could go lots of places everywhere north mm -hmm. and south of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon is an option if I can't find a place here. Yeah, so yeah, she's I get that. so so you should be looking at places that. in the foothills of Northern California. I will say, mm -hmm. uh, we have been looking. One of our top picks is Idaho, mm -hmm. which really is actually closer than we are now to Oregon and the the, the hitting the microphone of <laughs> uh, in the foothills of Northern California it's within true. six hours. I think that's true. She knows that. I've been talking to her about Idaho. Would you call me? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so inappropriate. We're on live TV here. TV. This, this, is, this is broadcast this is television. This is broadcast television. Uh -huh. And you're calling me names in public. And it's just inappropriate. Save that for when the microphone's off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I hear that if you stay towards the... You have to read the comment because we're it's an audio podcast. The, the comment is, Idaho is beautiful but very cold. Mm -hmm. Very cold climate. Um... Yeah, I'm sure it's much colder than it is here in Southern California. Uh, but I hear that if you stay to like the southern parts, mm -hmm. like like we're looking at like around Boise, yeah, it's not as bad as like some of like the northeastern parts where they get snow like yeah. a lot. I think the closer you get to Canada, the worse it's gonna oh, get. Oh, it's just yeah, it's gonna keep going colder. Like Minnesota, which is a horrible place. Why would anyone live there? <laughs> <laughs> we could probably figure out the southern parts of Idaho though. I think we can too. Temperament. -wise. It's like moving to Nevada. Yeah. Which to is Nevada. Part, yeah, because Nevada's like. In the desart. desert, right? Yeah. So parts of Idaho are desert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound yeah, like yeah. a car shifted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what type of climate do you, you like, like best? best? Um, the one here. I like. 
I, I like two Dry. seasons, summer, winter. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it to be dry as heck. Like I want my my skin to fall off. You like dry air? Yes. I think like, you would like other seasons. I think you would appreciate fall. And yeah. No, I was kidding about that. That yeah. was mostly me being a little extra <laughs> sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, four seasons would be wonderful. Yes, but I don't. I do like dry though? I don't necessarily dry forever. I don't like humid. I don't really like humid. Uh, I don't mind precipitation though. Like rain's cool occasionally. I don't want a year of rain, though. When I lived in Humboldt County, it was, like, too much rain. Yeah, there is slightly more rain in Idaho. I'd be okay with a little bit more than... What we get? Which is, like, twice a year. <laughs> you know what it is, too? And the more that places are used to a climate, the better they are at handling them. So, like, if it snows here, where we are, mm-hmm. people lose their minds. They're crashing into things. People are sliding downhill. Right, right, right. But in places where it snows more occasionally, they know how to handle it. They clear the roads right away. You don't have to worry about it. It's like, just, like, routine for them. Yes. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Same. I don't even know how we've gotten here, but it's time to wrap the show up, Elise. Okay. So, what do you have to plug? Uh, uh, you can find Jennifer on... Oh, no, okay. <laughs> All right. So, we're live every Wednesday on Twitch at 8 o'clock, sharp. Uh, other than that, there's not much else to plug. We have social medias. I'm at the Jennifer T or the Jennifer Talman at most uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. Elise doesn't like to plug things because she's no. a very private person. Kind of mysterious if you ask me. She's trying to bait you guys. I'm not <laughs> that interesting. If you wanted to look for me, you could find me very easily on any of her platforms. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, but uh, other than that, yeah, that's it, that's it from us. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, bye. Bye.